Welcome to the Boss Ladies Podcast. I'm Olivia Wary, and as a young female working in the industry of technology, I'm constantly struggling to find my voice and overcome challenges thrown my way. I've decided to have conversations with boss ladies in every industry to hear how they do it. So welcome today. I am here with Abra Potkin and Nicole Winneman, the co-founders of Now With, which is a brand new shoppable celebrity entertainment platform that actually launched in May at the height of COVID-19. This tech company creates content around celebrities sharing the things they love in a shoppable experience, all backed by a proprietary technology. So to start, I would love to hear what inspired you guys to start Now With and, and what led to your partnership in this venture? Yeah. So thank you for having us, by the way, this is uh, Nicole. And I was before, right before we started, I was saying, you know, it's, I feel so lucky and blessed to be working with not only the greatest partner, but you know, one of my best friends. And so Abra and I have known each other for 20 years. You know, I came out of packaging really big brands and talent, everything, everybody from you know Justin and Timberlake, I put them together to Ellen and Amex and most of Britney Spears deals and, you know, hundreds of those. And Abra came out of studio world. I can let her speak for herself, but you know, she launched Rachel Ray. She brought Katie Kirk to date. And she and I had worked together when she was at CBS and they wanted to bring in brands to green light, you know, a lot of the shows that were going into syndication. We've stayed connected through those years and fast forward to in 2018, she went over to run global um, talent and strategy over at Verizon Media which was then Oath. And I was creating Now With, which was, you know, celebrities you love sharing the things they love. And it was the next generation of home shopping. We ended up taking it over to Verizon and incubating it there for a year exclusively under license and then raised a bunch of money and decided we were going to, you know, shoot for the moon and build our team and really, you know, invest in the technology to be the best solution out there in Shoppable. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's a couple things. You know, it's funny because what Nicole said at the top of this, you know, it's it's like you look for in a partner what you're you're not, right? And I've always been in the inside. I've always been in corporate America. I I ran development and unscripted and talent in studios from you know CBS to ABC, and then went to Verizon as Nicole said. And and that corporate world is is a is um something crazy to navigate and exciting to navigate um, and is very different than being a in startup and is also very different than being out on your own, right? They have their pluses and minuses. And I think what I always loved from afar of Nicole was that, you know, she was, and I had often been the only woman in the room in a corporate setting, and she was almost always the only woman in those, in those rooms on her own. It's, easier, I think in some ways to, when you have, when you're inside, you know, at ABC and you're not to say that it doesn't have its own issues, but when you're, you're carving a path, right. When you're kind of in that infrastructure, but Nicole was the, if you wanted to make a big deal in Hollywood, you went to Nicole, you know, if you wanted to have your talent with a big brand, you went to Nicole, you didn't go to the, the agents. You went to Nicole because you knew that she was going to just get it done. And I, I, from afar, I was the one, you know, I was the one calling her saying, we're launching a TV show. We need you. Who do you have? How can you help us, you know, bring in brands? And she would always get it done. And so fast forward to this moment where just independently, when, when in your career, when you are looking at what you want 
to create and who you want to create it with, you want to do it with somebody who's badass like Nicole. And so it was sort of a no brainer to join forces with her. And I think that that's something I talk about a lot when I, you know, just with friends or when you have, you know, other women on our team or, or, you know, family members, I have sisters and you just, you know, choosing the right partner is so critical. And I think that's the beginning of it. Cause you know, that with the right partner, you can, you know, you can create so many incredibly exciting things. And this is, you know, this COVID, this world, I don't want to jump around because I know you have a lot of questions, but this moment in time is, it's the most exciting and it's also terrifying. It's terrifying because so much is being reimagined. And so, you know, you, you need a partner who is going to jump in there and, and be fearless, but also have your back as you're trying to do things that you've never done before. That's, I would, that's the start of, I would just want to start the conversation with just as like, if I had one thing, I'd be like, choose the right partner. I love you for saying that. And I feel the same way. <laughs> I love that. And I love your, your passion for the project and also for working together. I think that's amazing. Just since you, you touched on sort of this world and COVID-19 and this pandemic and how, you know, everything has sort of changed. And I'm sure you guys had a, a set business plan and you probably have been thinking about this for a lot longer than this pandemic. And how have you had to adapt leading up to your launch, given everything that's been going on in the world? I mean, I guess, you know, what's crazy is we definitely had, uh, we were moving fast and furious down a different path as far as the content that we were producing and moving into a couple of big specials that were launching during Mother's Day. And we had started production and fast forward to the world literally shut down. So we stopped everything as everybody did abruptly. But what COVID did for us is almost overnight, you watch the entire world and then complete behavior switched, right? So, you know, we went from, yes, you know, sort of here in the U.S., we're behind on QR codes and it is used more over across the world. But, you know, you would paperless on everything, you know, paper and menus. Everybody was now using their phones to scan most everything. And the, the behavior for, you know, stores were closing. Everything was shifting online. So overnight for us, for shoppable entertainment and the and what we're offering on super serving the experience, it really has been incredible for us. So we did launch out of COVID with one camera being dropped off at a talent's house with maybe one person masked up that would drop it outside and shooting these really incredible intimate pieces that were shoppable and were, were really entertaining and very sticky and did very well. So we launched happy hours because as we started to watch everybody, they couldn't, you know, friends don't let friends drink alone and (laughs) see these things popping up. So our advisors and our investors just said, launch, launch now, just go. And so we did. And, you know, this path has really worked for us. You know, we obviously, we had to scale back a bit. You know, we were full force ahead and we're wearing a lot of hats at the moment, but we're moving back into um, a pretty full and robust lineup to launch into Q4 now that crosses now, you know, we've locked really great, incredible distribution up that really spans from linear to digital on down. And we're partnering with bigger libraries and making their library shoppable because our technology, our our whole flywheel of, of tech not only does it, it one amazing virtual loop for now with where you can come shop celebrity lifestyle on our platform, but we also can make a lot of, a lot of other platforms shoppable. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's interesting too, right? You say, you know, opportunity. You So while, just as Nicole was saying, like, while many, many parts of production, while many parts of retail, while many parts of the celebrity business what has been completely in a way that you've never seen it before, not even reimagined, but completely halted. We found an opportunity, a way to storytell, a way to bring revenue to talent, a way to help products and retail actually have conversions. And that's what what I love about this, right? You know, you think about... I. Nicole's heard me say this a million times, but it's like, you think about what happened. You saw the music business more than, you know, 15 years ago, 12 years ago, record companies, tower records, closing outcomes, Spotify, and, and it's the new behavior, this new behavior, the idea that you, I want to be super served. I want to be entertained. I want to feel close to the people that I love. And I want to have access to things that they are discovering. And I, I don't want, if you make it too hard for me, because life is complicated, I, I'm on to the next. I think that that is, that is our sweet spot. That's really where the now is sits. And it's, it did accelerate out of COVID. It was something that we knew was happening. It's sort of like we've been skating to where the puck is. And I I think that what's great is it's only going to continue. Well, and now, I mean, it is so true. I mean, who didn't watch Sex in the City and want those shoes or that dress? And now- Oh, absolutely. A, right? <laughs> and now that is a reality that we're living in now. It is completely and totally available and, you know, we're able to super serve it at scale, you know, across every different, you know, um, content platform directly on it's just, it's really incredible the evolution that's happened over the past like 90 days. I have to say, like, even during, you know, the darkest of days throughout quarantine, like the best thing was going on Instagram and seeing one of your favorite celebrities going live. And of course, if they had advertised any, any product, I would have totally bought it because that's all I was doing in quarantine was, was purchasing things that... Um, I thought I needed at least. <laughs> and, you know, you're changing, of course, you're not out buying, you know, a Dior dress, but it's, you know, it's been that we've been able to lean into those spaces, even, you know, sexual wellness and uh, things for your pets that, you know, are now top of mind for everybody that's, you know, shopping. And it's cool that you guys can adapt and sort of shift based on what consumers are looking for. Yeah, it's it's really it's been an exciting moment for us and it just continues to get more exciting by the minute. What made you guys want to build the business around celebrities and and what's it like working with them? I mean, both of you have a past of of working closely with celebrities, so I'd love to hear a little bit about that. I think about first of all that you know, you you lean in I, I think about the shows that I launched and and even here now with the now if you lean into people that are going to wrap their arms around the widest audience and want to really share, right? So so a celebrity means so many things, whether or not it's an a, a super athlete or it's an incredible chef or it's this artist that's singing this incredible music that you love and you wonder what they do that inspires them on their downtime to make that music or or your favorite actor and you wonder like what are they doing in their beauty regime and and social media has made it so we're accessible to all of that, right? It used to be you were you were coveting that, maybe you got a little piece of that in a magazine, but now in social media for the last several years we were you've been invited in, but you've been invited in still at an arm's length. You know, the ultimate share, the ultimate connection, the when we are really like trading and and you're you're getting you're getting access to it. So 
the excitement for Nicole and I in, in wrapping our arms and joining forces with celebrities or, you know, an artist and who are influencing in a huge way, it's because they have the ultimate access. They have access to the most incredible workout and way this, you know, that people are taking care of their bodies and their skin and their pets and their children and their ever from, from the, the things that are physical to the things that are spiritual. And, and that I think is why Nicole and I were like, we are not shoppable everything. We really draw a lasso around the experience of the people that inspire you and the celebrities you are loving, who are sharing what they're loving. And that, that's the entertainment space that we live in. Right. You're calling it shoppertainment. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the shoppertainment of it all, like celebrity, you know, I think that the that even that world word has completely evolved, which it used to be behind the red rope, so exclusive that you were not included. And and now the world it, it's so different. It's it's really about like tastemakers, influencers, artists. Yes, celebrities collaborating and letting you in the ultimate accessibility, being the most inclusive. I want you to, I want Ashley Graham wants you to get up in the morning with her. She wants you to see how she's taking care of her baby, how she's taking care of her skin, what she's cooking for her family. And she wants you to share in that and, and, and be able to ex- access that. Chrissy Teigen, Ron Legend, the same. And what I think about for us, why we've really loved joining forces with talent in this way, it's because they're storytellers, they're sharers, they're, you know, this is whether or not they're used to doing it through their sport, like LeBron or their, their music, like Ariana Grande, this is the next evolution of them being able to connect and reach out and build communities. And there's a lot of like characteristics that are mocked, but Nicole and I have only had extraordinary experiences working with talent. You know, they are, I think, super excited about the technology. We recently spent time with Kate Hudson and and she was so knowledgeable about what was coming down the pike and wants to be an innovator and is an innovator in brands. And and I think that they are looking for real partners to to join forces and all of that with. And and they do see us as partners in building the next port part of their business and the, and and their community. I think one of the things that Now With has done for talent and why we're having such great success getting them excited to about, you know, getting into these new experiences is they're, you know, they're, they're spending such a grand amount of time building or what they think they're building, you know, relationships and audiences on Instagram and Facebook. And I think what Now With has offered them is this really interactive opportunity to now own this relationship direct to consumer, right? Because you can leverage your audience that you don't own any part of and move them over to a shoppable experience where you own every part of that. You know exactly who you're talking to. You can reconnect with that person after that, you know, experience is over. And that to them is really the power. And to both brands and talent, you know, that's part of one of our proprietary tech tools we are able to, you know, we're building an incredible direct-to-consumer database for them. And that has been a real eye-opener for many. How does it work in the sense that, like, are celebrities coming to you guys and saying, hey, we want to advertise these products or we love these products? Or are you more approaching them and saying, hey, we think you will really like this product. They test it out. They love it. You know, the rest is history. It's a little bit of both. I mean, we certainly, there's talent that we get excited about an idea 
and think that, you know, an experience with them would be fruitful and beneficial. There's a lot of talent, you know, think about how many talent are launching, have brands, launching brands. And also, like I just said, really want to try and, you know, convert the audience they've built into a real relationship that they can continue to build on, on their own. But I would say it is a mix of us going after talent that we want to put into a shoppable series and then them coming to us with something that they really want to push out to a bigger audience and make shoppable. I think that's awesome. You know, I also think that what's interesting right now, you know, it's like even what you're doing with this podcast, just think, you know, you're... Years ago, you would have an idea of a conversation that you want to have. Maybe you would try to get to an agency. You would come around to the networks and you would try to say, look, I have a lot to say. I want to reach a group of women who are trying to be builders. And and potentially you might have luck, but nine times out of 10, you would not, right? But now the, the whole world has changed with podcasts and you're able to bring this conversation and help all of these women come together to really support each other, to be innovators and entrepreneurs. That is exactly what the now with is, right? It is this new behavior that is now allowing a massive audience, all demos to come together and to be able to share, learn new things, whether or not it's, it's everything from the books you're reading to the foods you're cooking, to the way you're taking care of your, you know, your family, your, your pets, the way you're traveling. And it's, it's just about like the ultimate share and the ultimate share, you know, results in commerce um, and conversion and becomes like, you know, I think the biggest community builder. Yeah. And I'd honestly be curious to hear if you guys have seen a higher level of engagement, because like, even with this pandemic, I feel like people are more excited to find different ways to connect. So like, even last week, I had a fan of the show reach out to me and she was like, this show has helped me so much, especially through Corona. It's really inspired me. I work in a male dominated industry. And I feel like that's starting to happen more and more is that people feel even more comfortable reaching out and trying to connect with celebrities, learn about their lives, see what's going on, et cetera. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's when you asked us uh, like a couple questions ago, like why, why did we choose to be in celebrity lifestyle? I mean, because we've all spent such an enormous amount of time as we think building relationships with this talent. Right. And we, 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 we know them and things about them. Now we're able to really connect with them in a whole different way. And I think there's a certain trust level to things they're talking about too. And hopefully we're super serving these awesome curated experiences where we're making it easier for you to find things that are really cool and um, that you're going to love. Totally. So I want to just shift the focus a little bit um, onto you both specifically and, and your careers. And I'd love to hear sort of what it's like right now being female entrepreneurs, working as partners, and you know what the experience has been like and, and what can often feel like a very male-dominated world. Yeah. You know what's weird? It's I don't know, Abra, how, I guess we haven't really talked about this one point, but I never really think of it as a male-dominated world because it's like having Pepsi and Coke and the competition never scared my, at least myself. It never did. And I like, I like being in that mix and I feel like I've been able to hold my own. Um, and as does Abra, believe me, she is just a force in any room. I, yeah, I agree with that. I do. You know, uh, first of all, I'm a believer, you know, it's like, Malala said it so well because we were we when I was at Verizon we were working with Malala on a project and it's funny she had she was like I want everyone to have a seat at the table she's like I don't want it to be men only because that would be not okay but I don't want it to be women only I want to I want to see more women at the table but I want to see 
a diversity at the table in those spaces because it is, we're not here to only tell female stories. We're telling, we want a collective, you know, I'm a mother and I have two daughters and a son. Um, and it's like, we, what, it, what you want to see is you want to be in a working environment. You want to see more women funded. You want to see more women on boards. You want to see more women CEOs. 100%. And I think that what you're doing with the podcast, what Nicole and I are doing by walking it and by leaning back and making sure that who we hire and who we mentor are those spaces. But I I, I agree. I, some of my greatest supporters have been Richard Plepler, who ran HBO for 30 years, and Charlie Collier, who runs Fox. And it's interesting. They've been, you know, very incredible, dynamic men who, too, wanted to see as many women at that table. I do, it doesn't go by me that there's not enough women there. And it doesn't go by me that the road that I've traveled, we were the only women in those rooms. But I also think that there have been, I have learned a lot from a lot of, a lot of those experiences with a lot of the men that have been in those positions that supported. Now, it would be totally foolish to ever say that there were not bad experiences or that there weren't things that made you go, did that really just happen? (laughs) I think that I probably feel like more of the other existed. I think even though some of the things that we experienced a sort of early on were maybe that came into play was when we were raising money. You know, I think we talk a different way than than men talk and maybe the audience treated us a little bit different. We still raise the money. Because <laughs> you're boss ladies. Right. You know what she's right about? And, I, and you're right about a lot, Nicole. This is exactly the I think the language. So, so we, I think that sometimes, and not all, because like, you know, Terry Wood, who now runs Oprah's uh, shingle at, at Apple, she, she doesn't suffer fools and is very clear and direct. I think sometimes when Nicole and I went into rooms to ask for, to pitch and to talk about our project, you know, some of those rooms, it was, we were in more rooms with men than with women and we had to search out the opportunities to be with women. And then, and, but I think in those rooms with men, you had to, you were speaking a different language. And I also think that sometimes it took them a moment to take us serious, to see us in a serious way. But I think it also has a lot to do with making it you know, refining, like Nicole and I had never raised millions of dollars before. Right. And I, I have always only been in the corporate, in corporate America. So all of a sudden these are all new waters for us. It really is. You know, I think having your wingman too, because a startup is hard and it is not for the weak of heart at all. It is, there's as many ups in a day as you can have, there's as many downs and you know, because it's constantly a grind in startup. It's, you know, you're you're making a lot of mistakes. You're quickly working through them. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, we have such a passion for what we're building. And uh, you're talking to two women that love to shop and we want it super served to us. That, you know, and I, we're having fun. As hard as it is, it's been fun doing that. And so, but I do think, you know, it, it it's... For us, it's just, it's, we've chosen incredible teammates, just not only the two of us, but we've built an incredible team. And I think we're at a point now in our lives and in our careers where we can, can sort of be ballers in a room. I mean, we both have built pretty crazy networks of, and had great successes. So 
I don't know that I feel like it's a man's world anymore. I just feel like, you know, we have to work a tad bit harder to, you know, to have, have to get what we need to get. I think that's awesome. And and that's, that's sort of what I want to hear. And, and the goal for this podcast, you know, like so many of my mentors and it's still to this day are, are, are men. And, and I want to make sure that, you know, we're fighting for equality, not necessarily, oh, it has to be all women or it has to be all men. It's just getting, like you said, the, the diverse group of people at the table to, to. Yeah. I mean, you need a man, you need men in the room. Like that's what the beauty, the beauty is, you know, you, it's like, that is the glorious part of all of us having a voice and a seat at the table. You know, it's like, you want the, it's the content, it's the collaboration, it's the ideas, it's the facts, it's the innovation. It's like all of that comes from a diverse group at the table in all ways. Absolutely. It's really important. I say that to my son all the time, right? It's like, you know, and, and I think that that's the big thing, you know, when, when, you know, Nicole and I are single mothers and it's been exciting to launch this business because our children have had real front row seats. And in fact, Nicole's daughter works for us. Our, my children have all been a part of being at the office and interning with us and, and they understand what it's like to, to see us build and to be a part of the build. And I think that too has been, has been a real gift, right? And I want them to all feel like, anything's possible, you know, they can grow any idea, but it is, it's like, it is, I think the most exciting time right now. And I, I think that what the responsibility is really just in, you have to fight for the ideas. There's a ton of people who have told us this is not a good idea. Nicole is the greatest partner because she is relentless and doesn't, it actually, it empowers her when we're told no. And, and that's <laughs> so awesome, right? Because you want, you know, you're going to be told no so many times. You're going to be told no early in the morning to late at night. And, and, it, and, and then you're going to hear yes. And we last week we had a call came through for us that we were so excited about. The two of us were screaming. But it was literally that a group that was coming to say like, yeah, we are 100% behind you and on board, you know, we are no dummies. There were many no's before that. And and I think you have to just stay determined. I love that. And and so what does success look like for you guys? I, I for you know, I think for us it is that the now with becomes really the definitive destination for shoppable entertainment. And that we're able to storytell across the board with in, in all areas that you are able to see us on the multi-channel platforms where we are currently launching right now. I think for us, it's really that we've been able to build something and to really, you know, to see people coming and being, you know, and sharing with, with, you know, Kate Hudson and, and Macy Gray and, and all of these talent and be able to watch them come be entertained and shop and share with their friends what they found that that is, that's exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love what you were saying about how involved your kids have been as you guys have been building this. So what are some other ways you guys are hoping to inspire, you know, the future generation of boss ladies and and men as well? We're incubating, right? Nicole and I are investing in ideas. So not only are we, did we get investors, but we're investing. So whether or not you're an up and coming beauty brand or you have a concept for we're we're supporting those ideas and investing in those ideas. Um, whether or not it's actually putting money in those brands and becoming real partners in that, or it's helping them to find, you know, distribution or to, to package and help them find talent. I think that that's also a way that we're really hoping to help kind of grow 
grow the boss ladies out there. Totally. I love that. (laughs) So my last question for both of you is, is if you could tell me what one of your greatest accomplishments is, because I always love to end the, the episode on a, on a big high. I mean, I think the greatest accomplishment at this point is being able to be a working mom. If that makes any sense. I, I love what I do. I feel like I get the perfect balance with my kids and family. And I, and I feel like the accomplishment has been, has been able to figure out the balance in my life that really works. And that to me has been like really great because for many years it can seem not balanced and you're doing too much of one thing and it's sort of setting you off keel. And I feel like even though in this startup, um, and Abra has bought, brought a lot of balance into my life because we're able to, you know, jig and jog, uh, where we need to. And it's, and it's really, I think I've been the happiest I've ever been. You know, it's funny that you're, I, I think that I would say, you know, I've had such incredible, I have had an amazing career. I started out in documentaries and, and, and got people out of prison who were wrongly convicted and went into syndication and launched Rachel Ray and then went and brought Katie Couric to daytime. I've done amazing things, but this moment in my life with Nicole being able to build something the way we believe it needs to be built, not having to have 30 layers above us. Yes, there's, you know, always compromises, but not having to have uh, 50, you know, the layers of Disney and other places to, with all due respect to Disney, but to have to get approval on something that you know in your heart is 100% the behavior and this is what we should be doing. That this is the greatest accomplishment to go into a room with a partner like Nicole and sit in front of people who are looking for an idea to believe in, to finance, to succeed with, and they choose you. Yeah, that is an extraordinary accomplishment. I think that what Nicole said about the juggle of motherhood, I'm on the other side of that in that, you know, I I believe that Every single day I wake up and I know that one of the balls will fall and I have to be okay with that. There is no way to be perfect. And and for the friends of mine that have decided not to work, you know, they're they have their own searches for for the balance. I I really think that the to be a single working mom, to be a working mom, period, is it's a it's very, very difficult. And every day you feel like something is dropping, whether or not it's, as I just said, like with work or with the kid, kids. But I think you have to get to a place. And finally, I just turned 50. So I got to the place where you're just like, I'm good with it. I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> to, I think to show your kids that you're a builder, to show your kids that you can go out there and be completely terrified and you can walk through that terror and win that and there's a lot of failures in the win right you know and 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 that you are comfortable and excited and passionate about being that creative person i think that's that's worth sending them to the dentist on the wrong day which i have <laughs> but also olivia i would say too you know and it is an accomplishment to say that abra and i were really in front of like my mom always jokes and said, you know, your grandpa created the windshield wiper and this. I'm like, I'm going to fact check all this. But, you know, that our that our kids will grow up one day and our grand and say, you know, my our moms really helped to launch shoppable entertainment. And 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 we really feel so blessed to be in front of this particular movement. I think it's awesome. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes and, and happy to be a part of this journey 
to this extent. So thank you so much both for your time. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. For more information about Boss Ladies, go to www.bossladiespodcast.com. Also check us out on Instagram at Boss Ladies Podcast. Check back soon for another episode of Boss Ladies. Boss Ladies.